So this is the second night of the Capital Irish Film Festival, and I'm here with Keeneland Ryan. And I understand that this was the U.S. debut of Lyft. So what I was wondering is if you could talk a little bit about how important it is for an Irish indie film and an actor like yourself to be bringing film over to the United States and how that works and why that's important for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, this is a great one for us. It's a U.S. premiere here. Um, it's really hard, you know, you, you, you make an indie movie for 20 grand and it's, it's hard to get into festivals sometimes, you know. So, you know, we're, we're in this festival here and there's some great movies here. It's like Sing Street and um, Young Offenders. And so to have Lyft part of this festival with those types of films is great because, you know, a lot of times, you know, we just be film board funded films or, you know, studio films. So it's important to us to kind of get it out there, not only just to kind of have a, a, an audience respond to it so well like they did tonight, but just, you know, it kind of ups the profile of the film and... Um, we're playing in Chicago tomorrow, and it's just it's really important to us, and it's it's great just to kind of get it out there, and it's just, it's just something kind of cool about being an American, having an American audience, you know, they're so lively, and seeing this big cinema that we're standing in here now, and, you know, yeah, so it's really, really cool. How difficult is it for an indie Irish film to break out beyond Ireland? Again, it's it's very difficult, but, you know, it it does happen. I mean, and that's why why people keep making making these indie films, because everybody believes in their project, you know. There's usually one or two a year that kind of break through. Um, Lyft is one of probably three films, indie films made on a shoestring that are doing pretty good. So we're definitely, um, it's, it can happen and we're kind of on the right track to it. But again, it's it's one of those things that you just never know what's going to come next with it. And we don't know how Lyft is going to end up, but it's so far so good. Like Everybody in the film has a different voice. How difficult is that when you've got an ensemble cast of varying ages how difficult is it to make sure that everybody has their own voice and that it's realistic? I just listen to people and I, and I copy what they say. Oftentimes, like some of the best stuff I wrote, I don't actually come up with myself. I just copy off my cousin or my friend or my brother or my wife or something. And um, uh, So lots of times, that, that's how, you, I, how I kind of get dialogue to be different, to have all the characters kind of sound differently. In it. But it's also something I'm very conscious of. I don't like films. I have a real pet hate when you can hear the writer too much. I don't like knowing what the writer sounds when everybody sounds super intellectual or whatever it is. Uh, that's not the way it is in real life. Everybody does talk differently. So when I notice people kind of talking the same in my script, and I think I was telling somebody earlier on, like I noticed originally everybody, everybody was cursing way too much because I happened to maybe be a bit of a cursor, you know, and I was, Jesus, everybody's definitely cursing a bit too much. So I just deleted a couple of Fs and a couple of words, you know, and then all of a sudden that makes a huge difference straight away, you know. And then you get good actors that bring their own personality to it, and that helps too, you know. In the film, everybody's more or less the same age, and then you have the young girl. And what kind of dynamic did you want her to bring to that situation? That just kind of happened by itself. I just kind of wanted to have a switch in it because, like you say, everybody's kind of similar ages. So just to kind of have a girl there just changes the d- dynamic a bit, maybe, and it maybe makes it you know a little bit worried for her because it's kind of a it's a high it's kind of an intense situation at the start, so, you know. And I just wanted to have you know oftentimes I have I don't another thing I don't like is oftentimes I have like a t- kid or a young teenager in movies and they always seem to be like angry teenagers and, you know, kind of head-wrecking, you know, and, and most kids I know are lovely, you know, and really nice people, so I just wanted to have a nice a nice little kid in it, you know, a nice girl, and because um, every kid I ever meet, the vast majority of them aren't that sullen, angry teenager that seems to pop up in movies, so I just wanted to do stuff that I think is, in, is, is more realistic, you know, so that was kind of maybe my main motivation, is just, I want to have a nice a nice kid in something because I don't really see that enough, you know, um, and, and again, a, a brilliant actress, uh, Megan Gallagher, just... Um, just 
brought so much of her own lovely personality to it and that's kind of what made that character shiny because she doesn't probably has the least lines in the film but she's one of the people that everybody mentions after the film it's like oh the little girl was so good in it you know so again there's a great actress and you know she just kind of I think brought a lot of herself to it as well so getting stuck in a lift is this a fear of yours that whole concept did you start from that yeah, um, so Conor Armstrong Sanfi, the director he, and um, my co-producer on it, he, he just wanted to make his first feature film and he, and he put out a thing that said uh, he was looking for a writer and I just finished writing the book, so I was looking for another project and I said, uh, you know, I'd be interested in meeting up with him and going over a few ideas and he just had in, he had an idea book and we kind of ran through a few of them and, and then he just kind of landed on one and said, oh, I've written this down, stuck in a lift. And I just kind of th- 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 thought it was funny, you know, and I was thinking, geez, yeah, that, that, that sounds kind of funny. So... Um, I said I could write something like that and by the time I, I got home from his place I kind of worked out the, the rough plot line so it wasn't actually my idea I just I, I liked the idea of it and then I came up with the kind of the, the plot outline I spent about the next year finessing the script and working on the script. Do you have a preference for writing novels versus scripts? Uh, scripts are easier novels are fucking long and hard but I enjoy them both I really do it's strange how different they are you know scripts are good because oftentimes you have the whole storyline worked out so I can you can kind of have you have a much I personally this way I write anyway I have a much better idea of, of how long it's going to take me and I write this block this block and I know roughly how long the film is going to be and so this is going to be take 20 minutes and so they're they're kind of fun to write and you know and I like writing dialogue I love writing dialogue and you know as I said copying from people that I meet all the time but writing books is almost you know you feel kind of more writery you know writing a book sometimes I kind of even just have a little whiskey or feel like kind of ripping off Hemingway or something or you kind of sit there you know smoking and drinking and thinking you're thinking you're a mad writery and then kind of reading up over your stuff so I, I love writing books a novel and um you can kind of be a bit poetic with it and stuff but 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 then with scripts it's great to write uh, the dialogue and they're much easier books I never know I don't, the way I write is I don't know what the story is I just have a, an idea of a, of a story and I don't know how it's going to end so like if a character dies or something I'm often sad even though I'm just kind of writing so which is more of an exciting way to write you know you kind of the, the stories take on a life in themselves so they're very very different um, and I genuinely couldn't pick pick a favourite yeah. What's next for Keelan Ryan? Is the goal to continue making uh, small indie films in Ireland or do you have higher aspirations? Yeah I mean for for me, like Lyft, even though you know, I think it's I really really proud of the film, and um, it, as I said, it's doing pretty good. Uh, I'm still looking at it as almost like a stepping stone film. I want people to see it and say, like, this is what they did for twenty grand. What can they do for, you know, a, a much bigger budget? So that's what I'm aiming at. Like, um, I'm working on a, on a film at the moment. What I'm writing is a bit a kind of a guard story set in the early '80s, and it's kind of based on a true story, something my dad went through, and. Um, I think it's going to be kind of something special, so but it's something that's going to need a lot more money than Lyft. So try to get Lyft out as much as we can, and um, uh, if you know has a bit more success, then hopefully kind of get a bigger budget to bounce off Lyft and, and make this next one that I'm working on. A lot of Irish indie films are dark and are kind of depressing. Talk to me about movies with happy endings. I, I, yeah, I mean, when, when films first started kind of doing this kind of dark ending, you know, maybe ten years ago or. You know, I guess they've always be, been done, but it, it was this kind of cool new thing. Let's let's have, you know, but it's become cliche for me. It's like I just try to do stuff that I like to see in a film, you know. And I, I like I like nice characters. I like cool people. And as I said, I think most people you meet are genuinely kind of pretty cool. And you know, I want I like characters, and you get behind people. I like when I watch a film, and I kind of go, Geez, you know, I liked everybody in that. You know, you're talking about influence earlier on. Like I love the Stray story, David Lynch. And it was nothing like this, but I just remember, just felt good after. I was like, you know. There's just everybody he met and, and that story is, is, is nice, you know, and that's kind of the way, for me, it's kind of the way life is, you know. 
So I don't I don't think it's necessary to to just kind of have that dark ending just because you're looking for a bit of an impact. And I think it's not even an impact anymore because you can you can almost see it coming. I think sometimes if to to end it a bit more of an even kill or even a happy end, and you know, it always depends on the story, of course. But I just think that's um, it's almost more a more unusual way to go now, you know. And I like smiling. I like smiling when I watch a film. I like to feel good. I don't want to be depressed when I'm watching a movie. I like to I like to smile and I like to enjoy the characters and enjoy the story and be taken along for the ride, you know. But you know, like that, it's not just over the top. Like you know, everybody kind of jumping around or anything. But um, again, you just try to make the type of movies you, you like, you know. And again, I guess the next one I'm writing is a bit more serious. Maybe it won't be as, as you know as uplifting or whatever. But um, all you can do is try to make the films that you want to see.